0: It's assistant general manager and VP of hockey operations, Brad Paschal, with a keen eye on warm-up right now, uh, getting set for your team's first game here at the Young Stars Classic. How are we
1: doing? Really good, Pat. Yeah, it, it's uh, exciting to be here. Penticton's a great spot here at this time of the year, and then a little bit of hockey. So, you're right, catching and warm-up, and, and jerseys look good. The young guys are, uh, are good, looking good out there so far. So
0: You, like, this is the second year back for the Flames at this event after you know with covid and even before that there were a couple of years where you and the others opted not to come here but now back for a second straight year it, it sure is even from a hockey standpoint like it's great for all of us to be here it's awesome it's 30 degrees there's the water right there that's awesome but from a hockey standpoint for your group this is a, a real valuable
1: weekend isn't it it is i mean you're look you're looking and spending time on your own guys obviously and and seeing what gains they made in the summer um and you know just hey where they're at in their progression right so that, that's that's the primary focus we're here to um as you mentioned we have Trent Cole our our new head coach of the Wranglers and in our system and um just everybody getting to know him and fitting in but you know seeing our young guys is the primary focus but but to have the opportunity to have our amateur scouts here, our management, and then to watch other teams' prospects as well, I think that's you know that that's another added benefit here. So just to just to get a little sense of where everybody else is and um, and start building a book, you know, a little a bit of a reserve list book on yep. some other guys, and um, so that that's another benefit of being here and, and watching different teams play.
0: Well, and from an evaluation standpoint, whether you're looking at uh, some of these trial players potentially for the Wranglers or as a larger organizational piece you're looking at different prospects in the org the the competition level here is so much higher than you're gonna get at a scrimmage in July or, or whatever it might be at development camp like there's not a lot of punches held held back or, or punches pulled in these games but these guys are going full- on in the three games they play
1: yeah I mean this is you know for, for them and we tell them right this is the, this is the training camp at this level against their peer group so, you know, for, for the most part, I think every single guy is going to move on here to the main camp. But the playing in the three games here, this is, this is the exhibition games that they're going to get. And they have to have that mindset that, you know, have a good showing here, you're going to come to main camp and then determine, you know, will I play an NHL exhibition game or are these three games my time to shine? So I think that's part of it too. So this is, you know, this is their exhibition season, wearing the Flames jersey and, and, and showing what they got, and some of these guys are going right back to junior um, after a few days, and some of them will stick around uh, in the mix for the Flames roster, and then obviously yep. uh, in the mix for the Wranglers roster. So that's uh, it's an exciting time. Just hey, hockey's back, and yeah. and we're uh, you know we're we're here and and ready to roll. So
0: so obviously different departments within within the group. You know you got development, you've got hockey ops, you've got scouting different department coaching like you've got all the the different departments that touch the on ice product here and with you but for you and your hockey ops group for you and craig and and everybody else who's here watching what are you watching for what what are your eyes on as a hockey ops department in these three games
1: i think it's the it's the the players that we just drafted you know it's 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 the Hanzig that you know you, you, you you're excited about him and just to, to actually see him in our jersey you know further than just development camp right so that that's that's something exciting for me so you know our, our recent first round picks in Coronado and Hansik those are guys I'm looking for right away I'm looking for the progression of Nikolaev and Cairns you know some recent drafts that uh, you know where where are they how is their summer training and you know where where are they at and uh, and then quite frankly just goaltending we have we have two america league contract goaltenders um matt radomski is one of them and he's starting tonight uh the jordan Siglett and the goaltending department really you know really liked and put him on america league deal as well as connor murphy so i think through the next three games i goaltending uh, okay. is okay is an area for me just to just to see where these guys are at and, and i know jordan's really excited about them and um, you know, I'm I'm just interested to see them against their peer group here uh, over the next few days.
0: A lot of different things I want to bounce off you. Of. We're talking with Brad Pascal, the assistant general manager, VP of hockey operations for the Calgary Flames. Tell me about Trent Cole. Uh, you've you've uh, you've hit some some big time home runs with your AHL coaches: Ryan Huska, Cale McLean, Mitch Love, the three that you've hired. And they've all gone on to work on NHL benches and now it's Trent Cole, who's been on an NHL bench before. But tell us about uh, tell us about the hiring process and how you came to decide upon Trent as the next head coach of the Wranglers.
1: I mean, lots of interest in this job, um, you know, with the Wranglers, and, you know, a lot of people reached out, and, and obviously we, we targeted a few people, and Trent was one of them that we wanted to talk to. And, and, you know, I think through the process, just, you know, I really hit it off with Trent. I just, uh, you know... Talking about philosophies, talking about communication, talking about player development and winning, and and just you know playing playing the NHL systems and that. It just I don't know. I just seem to have ongoing really good conversations with him. And at the end of the day, you know, recommended to Craig and Don that hey, I this is this is the guy that that I think we should go through or go with and, and with the organization. And and you know, he's moved his family from upstate New York to to Calgary, so they're settled. The kids are in school and playing hockey and. Um, you know, I know he has that behind him, and, and just you know, now getting to know our staff, getting to know our prospects, and yeah, he's really excited to be behind the bench tonight. Uh, yeah, and you know, especially against Vancouver, where he you know was yeah. coaching last year and in their organization for the last few years. So um, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's a real good transition from from Mitch, who who, who did a tremendous job for us, um, and I, I think this is just another step in the right direction. Uh, of where we want to be as an organization.
0: What are the attributes that the organization looks for when hiring this job, head coach in the American League, and and why do you think targeting those things has been so successful in the guys that you've hired?
1: Yeah, I I would say just probably general philosophy of just how you know how, how do you make players better and how do you how do you use your development team and how do you use you know mentors that 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 you lean on and how do you how do you work with your staff and how and, and probably the other biggest one for me is just how do you communicate how do you communicate amongst your staff and how do you communicate with the players and management and it's a tough job in, in a lot of ways in the American League is your your roster is ever changing and yep. um you know call ups and send downs and ECHL guys and so it you know it, it, he he has the experience he's he's coached in the American League as a as a head coach in the American League coach uh, sorry as an assistant and a head and then. And then one season as an NHL uh, assistant last year. So, you know, he, he brings different experiences, and I think he's used all of those in my discussions with him. Of, of, and I think that just is going to make him a better coach, quite frankly.
0: And he comes back with, you know, two holdover assistants and guys with a ton of experience, too. I mean, having Joe Sorella and Don Ackbauer behind the bench with him, that, that had to be a no-brainer to keep those guys on the staff.
1: Yeah, they, they've done a really good job. I mean, Joe working with our young D and... You know, I think our, our he, he, he oversees our penalty kill And then the American League, you know, I think we've been first or top three For the last five years under Joe's uh, guidance and, and same thing, we've had a, you know, top ten power play every year um, And in top three at times over the last couple of years So so yeah, th- those guys, you know, I think they, they, they've, uh, they've worked together Developed our young players, but, you know, have had success doing it too
0: it's been, it's been a, a summer of transition no question for the organization a new ahl coach in trent a new nhl head coach in husk and then a new uh, a new structure a new group in management you know you and craig uh return obviously don and, and chris but dave nonis comes in just how how is the new uh how is the new management staff how's how's it coming along since you've all come together you had your first event at the draft in june just what, what are the last few months been like with this management group
1: it's been really good it's been positive i mean we we know there's uh you know some hot button issues uh, you know ahead of us here and we've talked about those and and you know i think craig's done a really good job of of you know of, of really having a group effort through this and you know he's been working the phones and and uh you know i think it's been it's been really solid and and you know i've known ryan for a long time since we hired him in the American yeah. my first year and and same thing with Kale, and we, we have all of our, our NHL coaches here. Um, they just got in this afternoon, they watched the earlier game, they're going to watch tonight and tomorrow, and then head back to Calgary. So I think it's important for them to be here with our management group, um, you know, just chat, watch the games together. They, they get a first hand look at some of our young guys that they're going to see at training camp next week. So I think that's a good step for them, um, just to have a little bit of background and something to talk to with the young guys when they see them next week. and. Yeah, I think it, it, overall it's been really good. I mean, you, you know, you're sitting here. Uh, obviously, we haven't lost any games, so yep. you know, if things are. You, you could sit here and say, well, yeah, of course, things are positive, and 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 they are. But uh, truthfully, I think just as a group, uh, you know, how we've gotten along, how we communicate, um, how we work together, um, you know, so so far it's been really positive.
0: It's. Uh it's one of those situations where the new group, as you mentioned, there's a lot of hot button topics, and I, I don't want to go too much into the actual topics themselves, but um, it's it's kind of like, hey, uh, as, as a new management group, there's there's no transition period in terms of the actual uh, the actual issues that you got to get to, right? Like it's right to it. You've got some big time things you got to figure out.
1: Yeah, no, I I and I Craig knew that when he took the job, and we knew that as a management group. I mean, you, you're not you're never going to go into a situation where in a new situation, in Craig's case, where you know you're just going to walk in as a layup and you sit back and nothing to do, so that's just not that's just not reality. But um, you know, we, we, as a group, we've been working at it. Craig's been working at things, and uh, you know, we we have a plan in place, and and you have a plan A, B, and C, and yeah. you just work through those. And, and right now, you know, we'll, we we have our list of guys, and everybody's coming to camp, and um, and we'll start that way and, and figure things out as we go through.
0: Did you feel? like it went from from tree to, to craig does it feel like it was it's been a significant transition or has it been pretty pretty seamless knowing that there has been some some big changes here
1: yeah i don't have a lot of depth of experience in that regard we're working with new manager but it, you, you know it, it it's been a good transition it's been easy just you know craig's been moved from one office to the other and, yeah. and you know we have the same conversations that we did you know over the last Eight years that we that we do, you know, eight minutes ago. So, so it's that that hasn't changed at all. I mean, I, obviously, I owe a lot to Brad, who you know hired me and brought me into the organization, and, and you know have a lot of respect for him. But um, you know, Craig and I have a great relationship, and, and uh, you know, so far it's been really strong.
0: Yeah, little. Uh a little bit of pride seeing Ryan Huska because you mentioned it. You're the you're the guy who kind of pinpointed him and brought him in back in 2014, and here he is nine years later, and he's the head coach of the Calgary Flames. It's got to be that's got to be pretty cool for you, I think. Yeah,
1: so I'm you know so pumped for him. I mean, there's lots of, there was lots of good candidates we interviewed, and you know, Mitch Love is another one did a great job. And but you know, hey, Ryan is was the, was the right guy for our group right now, and and uh, yeah, personally, I'm I'm thrilled for him. I, I know what a just such a tremendous person he is and and such a great coach and i think that uh i think he's uh, it's just that he's the absolute right decision for us right now
0: let me ask you about a few uh, individual players we're chatting with brad paschal uh assistant general manager vice president of hockey operations for the calgary flames and and no particular order but you know william strongren came over Last year, late in the season, got a couple of games in with the Wranglers, but now is is truly so he's got a little bit of adjustment time to the North American game under his belt. But now he's over here full time, which I know is always a, a goal when you draft a player out of Europe. He's twenty years old. We we know the organization's a big fan of the all round game and all that type of stuff. So what what what's important for William in year one playing here in North America?
1: Really, just getting to the, getting used to the North American game, and that's even talking to him. That's 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 what he says. It, you know, the size of the ice and just how it's played. It's 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 a lot more stopping and starting um, here compared to the Swedish league. The Swedish league is more of a flow, um, lots of loops, um, and uh, you know, where I think in North America it's stop and start and quickness and and short shifts and. You know, I think that's been one of the biggest adjustments, according to him, when I talked to him. Um, and, I, and and you can see it. So, I, you know, that's something that he's working on and, and you know, watching NHL games and watching AHL games and just kind of getting a feel for, you know, what are the differences, that what, is he has to, what he has to do. And, uh, you know, it's quickness and keeping his feet moving. But, you know, he's a young guy. He's going to figure that out. might take him a little bit. But, um, you know, he knows what he has to do. He, he's, a, he's a real talented kid um you know i think he he would excel in a top nine role top six top nine role and um, you know he has a, he has a great shot and but you know i think it's just getting used to the north american game as a, as a young player and it's yeah. you know it's it's a big step going into the into the american hockey league for anybody and he's he'll be no different there's gonna be there's gonna be a, an adjustment period for him but you know he's a talented player that you know we hope figures it out quickly and and then has some good success.
0: Well, and then you've got Rory Karens and, and Ilya Nikolayev, who are who are here at the Young Stars Classic on your team. They spent their first years in pro hockey last year, but both of them spent more time in the ECHL than they did in the American League. What what's big for them as year two year two pros to spend way more time or or full seasons with the Wranglers?
1: Yeah, first off, the ECHL is. is is a positive experience, and it's and it's different than you might think uh, how it might have been 15, 20 yeah, yeah. years ago. It, it, with any of our prospects, and these two in particular, at the end of the day, they need to play games, and that's how we looked at it as a, as a management group. Is if, if they're on the outside or if they're, if they're slotted in a fourth-line role or the 13-14 uh, forward versus going to play – 20 minutes in the ECHL and have success and get confidence and be ready to go I mean that's the answer that the answer is young guys got to play and um you know in, in their case that's that's simply what what we did and, and they went down there and got the reps and they both had injuries unfortunately during you know at some parts during the year so they miss miss some good time and um you know sometimes we were gonna, we wanted to call them up but they you know they were hurt and uh but yeah they you know the message to them is hey they are they're battling right they're another year older and they're they're they have to battle for a spot now and and battle to impress but you know you look at our returning guys tonight Rory's one of them he's wearing an assistant captain he's wearing an A um, you know so hopefully that brings a little bit of excitement to him a little bit of confidence going into uh, tonight's game playing with Honzig and Coronado hopefully it helps him out too so um you know you want to you want to put these guys in a good in a in a, in a good situation to succeed especially yeah. against their peer group here
0: um tell us a little bit about uh about lucas siona he's uh, entering his 20 year old season uh, had a great year last year in seattle boy he uh physically looks like he was born to play pro hockey how uh, how excited are you for the year ahead for him as, as he's eligible to play in the American League for the first time?
1: Yeah, I mean uh, all signs in that he's turning pro and he's we're gonna give him an opportunity and that's I mean, that's the plan for Lucas unless unless he proves us otherwise. Yeah. But that, that's the plan is he's gonna be playing uh in pro hockey. And you're right, he was captain of Seattle in the Western League. We just had an unbelievable year as a team and he had a career year as a as a player, but he's a big mature body that's what he is and he's strong um you know i think it at the pro level in my opinion i think he's going to excel in a third and fourth line role um i know he has the ability that he can pop up and he played higher in that new Western League. but i think i think his in my mind his that's that's his area to succeed is, is a third and fourth line role that you know we're, we're excited the big body they can go to the net hard and finish hits and at the same time has you know has the ability to to move the puck and make plays and shoot the puck so you know he's a little mix of everything and it's as a young player it's it's exciting two more
0: uh yan kuznetsov Mm -hmm. where where have we seen the biggest growth from him now that he's got a full year of pro hockey under his belt and and i guess in saying that where does he need to continue to grow coming into year two
1: I think with Yan it's. It, I think he had a. The positive thing for him was being around some veteran players last year. Um, you know, and really learning to what it, to how to succeed. Um, you know, Yen's and he's a player that the organization we're excited about. We picked as a high pick, and and uh, you know, a, a, another big body that that can move, and he has a really good shot. He's going to be on one of the power play units here today. You know, I think. i I think for both him and us is just you know figuring out what his exact role will be next you know the next step for him and and um you know he i don't i wouldn't consider him a power play specialist and i wouldn't consider him a a big bruising defenseman but you know he's a he's he's an all-around good solid player so for him it's just it's it's just digging in and saying hey every play matters and and um anytime that i have the opportunity to to take somebody out make the simple play rather than dipsy doodling it's just you know it's just figuring out the you know how to play the pro game and how to be successful in a every play matters mentality and that's you know that's just that's just growth and experience and and i think that's what we're looking for with yan um you know here at b3 games yep and coming forward
0: and finally jeremy poirier won't play in this event as he continues to recover from that he was playing with that injury for a good chunk of the season was he not
1: he was yeah and uh yeah he, he he's on a real good path to recovery here and and he won't be playing in these three games he's back in calgary feeling good and uh you know working out training every day and and uh you know he, he his return to plays is, is soon okay so uh But won't be won't be in these three games.
0: Uh, But should be good for at some point in camp, and that
1: you're hoping so. Yeah, that's that's what we're hoping. I mean, we're not we're not going to rush things through to to play an exhibition game against Seattle if uh, if if he needs an extra five or six days. But um, you know, our medical guys will make that that determination, and uh, I can tell he's looking good. He he he, You know, he worked really hard this summer, and uh, you know, he's a player that I'm absolutely excited about. So.